Hello, my investigators. I wanted to give you a heads up before we give you the live show of Booze Clues recorded on the 4th of August in the darkroom. We did have a little bit of technical difficulty for the most part. It's perfect. But there is a couple moments of feedback on one of the wires. We had to switch one out. And the big downside is, unfortunately, the entire investigation for Mukuzo was lost uh, due to the technical issues. So we're going to do our best to get him to come back because his set was fantastic. We discussed, uh, well, you're, you'll hear a little bit about it on our final conspiracy theory at the end of the episode. A Oklahoma man who was pulled over for being in a stolen vehicle with a passenger with a handgun that was, wasn't allowed to have a handgun, um, a rattlesnake, a giant handle of whiskey, and powdered uranium. So... Fantastic story. We will include the link to that story along with all of our other links with the release of this episode. But unfortunately, that was lost to time, which is why you need to come out to these live shows. The next one being the 1st of September at the Darkroom from 7 to 9 p.m. Come out and just in case there's any future technical issues, we're going to do our best to get moved back because he was a delight to have on stage and uh, enjoy the rest of the show. The statements and theories expressed on Booze Clues are those of the investigators and not necessarily shared by the Geeks Under the Influence Network or associated properties, venues, and sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Please drink responsibly. We want you to enjoy the show, not be one of its headlines. In true crime podcasts, alcohol-based offenses are considered especially hilarious. In Richmond, Virginia, the dedicated detectives who investigate these drunken incidents are members of an elite squad known as the Booze Clues. Uh, every evening when the sun goes down, get with my party and I begin to cry. I don't care what the people are thinking. I'm not drunk. I'm just a drinker. I say I'm up. Another round, set another round, another round, another round, one more round, get me down. Hello, Richmond, Virginia, give it up. Welcome to another live recorded episode of Booze Clues here at the Dark Room in the Hoff Building here in Richmond, Virginia and Scott's Edition. Appreciate you guys coming out and spending your Sunday evening with us for one of the few podcasts that do live recordings here in Richmond, Virginia. And so we appreciate you being interested in seeing that live. That's awesome. Like podcasting is becoming much more of a conversation here in Richmond. It's something that's getting best of conversations in you know, Style Weekly and RVA Magazine and, and Richmond.com and all that stuff. People are paying more attention, so it's partly because people are showing up to stuff like this. So I appreciate it. I appreciate you any time that you subscribe or share these episodes with your friends on social media. And uh, I especially appreciate the people that come out to this show. Uh, that's the only reason that we have this show is people showed up. Uh, we've done the show only live. So we have uh, little tidbits that we do every week. That's a new thing we're doing on Booze Clues, that on off weeks when we don't have a live show that we're releasing on the audio... We'll do one of our ice cold case files, which is actually a drunk story from history that I uh, spend a few minutes talking about every week. So that'll be every week. There's going to be something on the booze clues stream releasing. And then once a month, the uh, audio for our live show. So, uh, yeah, that's it. How are you guys doing tonight? Enjoying your Sunday? It is so friggin' hot outside. I made the decision to actually go hang out on a patio before this. This is not fat people weather. 
at all. Like I grew up on the West Coast where it would get to 110 degrees, but there was no humidity, so it's just like it felt like I was in an oven baking, which I can handle a lot better than feeling like I'm dissolving in a swamp somewhere, which is Richmond un- unnecessarily uh, hot and humid. It's gross. Good kind of hot are all my co-investors, Gators tonight. They're all hot. They're all sexy. Nice, like, old 1940s noir sexy. You know, they're all going to be showing up in pencil skirts, is what I'm saying. It's going to be weird for Kyle. (laughs) So, uh, first up, let's just get started, man. Uh, I'm excited. We got some great articles this evening. For those unfamiliar with how we do this here at Booze Clues, is I compiled four of the weirdest stories of drunken debauchery over the past month. And I brought the best investigators in town to come help me discover a little bit more information about these stories. So we're going to dig into them, kind of find out the motivation of some of these uh, these crimes, uh, the the back history of these characters, uh, what actually happened that wasn't reported in the article, and it's all bullshit. Like none of none of this actually happened. Uh, I want to point that out. We're making this up. We're not saying this actually happened. Yeah. So first up, uh, from uh, the Attract Mode podcast uh, produced here in Richmond, Virginia, bring up Joe. Howdy, buddy. How are you doing? You got a fancy drink. What are you drinking there? This is something that the waiter, that the, the, the uh, bartender made. I don't know what it is. It's called a yummy, I think. I, I told him to make something that, that was fun to make. It's got like a, a really square ice cube and a wedge of something, so that's... He sliced off a little bit of uh, orange rind, and it's, uh, it's pretty darn tasty. You're fancy. So, uh, I am feeling very fancy tonight. Tell by your flip-flops how fancy you are. That's... Fancy flip-flops for a fancy story. I, I, uh, th- I should have had a beach investigation uh, article for you, for your, mm. your setup here. Well, we are in the lovely state of Oregon, which is... Uh... Where they film Twilight. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, that's better known as the Twilight State, I think, is... And the, what we're, what we're going to be going over tonight is a better love story than Twilight, so get excited. This is a, a love story, sure. Uh, we can go with that. Uh, this article is from the 8th of July of this year, and this was reported by the or- or- Oregonian. Oh, that's awkward. Um, the Oregonian. And uh, what is the name of this article, Joe? So this is Oregon Man in Onesie, Cat Named Spaghetti, Found in Hiding in Crawl Space During Home Burglary. In a onesie. It's a cat onesie story, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey, hey, this is very serious. This is deeply serious. This is a home invasion with a cat in a onesie. So, where do we begin? Oh, I'm going to go ahead and just get it started here. Um, Timothy Smith and his fiance thought it was an odd when they pulled up to their Gershom home with relatives Sunday afternoon and spotted a MacBook Pro, a bottle of cider, and knives atop their car. I like a, a bottle of cider, so there's like a nice, like, cidery nearby mm-hmm. well and i mean north northwest definitely it's full of uh indie breweries and things like that so. absolutely i mean portland's not too far so, from here so far that's not too surprising yeah M- more surprising to see a macbook on top of a car makes you wonder a little but bit but it's got to be close to portland if even the burglars are doing micro brews right <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, knives on top of the car also does make it slightly more troubling. I, I would be apprehensive. Well, that means he probably had too much cider because when you bring knives, you're supposed to have them. Like, mm. not leave them on the car outside. That's not usually, that's not how you use knives. Like, here, you keep these. It also strikes me that this is supposed to be a burglary. So far, it seems like gifts. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> here, you have this. Right. 
<laughs> or it might be like a real fun game where he just stole that from another person's house in the neighborhood and was going to leave it in the next house and then take stuff from that house and then leave it in the next house that he burgles and just watches everybody just trade their shit back that evening. That's a better America. I actually used to do that at Blockbuster. Oh. <laughs> I would take a movie from the drama section and put it over in the comedy section and take that movie and put it over in sci-fi horror. So you're why Blockbuster went out of business. I'm literally the only reason that they went out of business. It wasn't you, terrible business practices. You monster. It was my, my jaunty jokes. That's, <laughs> that's what put them down. So let's get inside the house. Okay, let's get inside here. Uh, they brought the items inside thinking maybe they were misplaced by one of their friends or new neighbors. Weird flex, but okay. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm sorry. Did I leave cider, a MacBook Pro, and knives on your car? Um, <laughs> did I also go inside your house and just reorganize for you? <laughs> I have a better idea of what this should look like. I didn't like the way your duvet was laid out. I figured I'd uh, mess with that a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, going inside. Smith and his fiance noticed that some of their things had been shifted around and spotted a vape pen in their kitchen. There was definitely not just nicotine vape in that. It specifies that this was definitely not their vape pen. They know because they have a highly customized vape pen. All the mods. This is the most hipster burglary that's ever happened. (laughs) (laughs) This dude has like one pant leg rolled up so it doesn't get in the spokes of his his tall bike when he cycles. Yeah. Now here's where it gets a little bit more rough. Someone had taken off a central heating grate in the hallway and pulled out the filter. That's that's not safe. Okay, air conditioning is a serious matter. You're gonna get sick like, right. if you don't have that filter in there. But it's this is the first part in the story where it made me wonder: Is there something more going on here? Well, it's clear that he doesn't care about the health of the pe- the tenants of the house if he's taking the filter out of the uh, air conditioning. And yet, I sense something different. Okay, what so, do you got? This, to me, was the first clue that maybe this guy was here looking out for these people. And as we see more clues in this story, I think you'll start to see my side of things. If you turn this into an aliens thing, where it's like that the people are newt. Aliens. Aliens. (laughs) Aliens, please. No, no. But hidden event? No? I'm talking about paranormal monsters. Oh. We were going into Lovecraftian old gods territory? It very well could be. Okay. Cthulhu in the ventilation system, yes. Don't, don't get around. That's okay, serious. I'm sorry. Man, I, I didn't realize this was a sem- sensitive subject for you. Have you never seen the relay at, the, at the, 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 the shining starry city in the depths of your air conditioning? Usually that's in my drunk dreams, but... Well, <laughs> get ready for some drunk dreams. So our, our protagonist in this article gets ready to engage. Vape pen hipster face, yes. Um. The, the homeowner... Uh, Goes on to say... Oh, yeah. He says, so then I grabbed two of the knives. So I stabbed by my own knife. Uh, and I'm walking around looking for someone because clearly a person broke in. No. Clearly, <laughs> this is the person that should be the investigator here. Smith, 24, told the Oregonian slash Oregon Live on Monday. The couple found holes in the wall of the bedroom. Uh, two. Two. Also. Uh, they had holes in the wall of the bedroom as well. Not bedroom 2.0. And yeah, a no. mirror ripped off a nearby bathroom wall. And this is what, this is what I, this is another big clue. Mirror ripped off the wall. What are mirrors known for? Freaky supernatural shit. So. And also helping you comb your hair. Okay. It, it may, you know, if you, maybe, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> but also you never well, know for what could. Few, well, I've seen your hair not. In all cases. Uh, yeah, okay, uh, hold on now. Back up. Uh, but, but, but seriously, how many times in a horror movie do you look in a mirror? You look like Matthew McConaughey's Yogi. Uh, 
Matthew McConaughey. Now line your chakras. Matthew McConaughey is a saint. <laughs> and uh, time is a flat circle. <laughs> all right. Jesus. Uh, all right. Couple found holes in the wall of the bedroom also, and a mirror ripped off a nearby bathroom wall. Smith's hats filled the bathtub, and a stranger's clothes sat atop the washing machine. So I'm thinking that the main motivation is that this dude just was needed to do some laundry. That may well have been the case. Or he, when or, you're too dirty as a hipster. Or. <laughs> there are problems. Or he became entangled in a fight with a supernatural being and his clothes were dirty and he needed a change of clothes. I like, that's the first thing he thinks of. Is, I fought an old god. I got some schmutz on my shirt. <laughs> I, I mean, you want to look your best. When you're watching Supernatural, when does Dean look bad? He Dean, always looks good. He always looks real good. He does. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> is this what this is? This is actually like a an unaired supernatural episode <laughs> where they fight a hipster burglar and the old gods. It was book. a spec piece I submitted. It never went in. Right. <laughs> oh, I see who wrote this now. Actually, yeah. yeah. yeah fair enough. <laughs> So we're, we're like <laughs> now all paragraph into the story. <laughs> the hats I'm not sure about. The ha- the bathtub full of hats. Bathtub hats uh, brought to you by Wish. <laughs> okay, now this is where um, our, our homeowner gets really really bold because he sees uh, that that uh, the hatch the hatch to their crawl space was open in the bedroom and like any sane person he decides to go inside. He's a clearly white dude. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody besides a like well-off white dude is like, I'm going to go investigate. <laughs> no. <Nope>. Right. Uh, <laughs> he's got his black friend safely outside to be the uh, token first victim in the horror movie that he's in. So. Well, no, that's what he said. If he said, you go first. <laughs> sure, sure. But this is just, 2019. The black friend's outside. But like, fuck you. I'm staying <laughs> out here. I'm not getting anywhere close to this. He's genre aware. Yeah, very genre. We're in post get out era. Like this. Oh, that's not the rules man. anymore. Yeah. It's tough for white guys now. We're losing horror political right, give it up by the minute. We're done. No. <laughs> get me canceled. I'm the one that decides that. All right. Uh, okay. Why don't you continue the story? <laughs> no, you're on timeout. Um, saw the hatch to his crawl space inside a third bedroom was open. So he went down there <laughs> with the knives. Uh, he crawled through the roughly three feet tall space and yelled for anyone inside to announce themselves. Smith said he crawled about halfway through the space when he saw a cat wearing a green cashmere sleeveless shirt belonging to one of his chihuahuas staring back at him. And that's the widest statement that I've ever made in my entire life. <laughs> that is upsetting. <laughs> we should probably uh, market that green cashmere sweater though on your on your gooey network. Yeah, like, <laughs> get a Booze Clues uh, sleeveless cat sweater yeah. for uh, for Booze Clues. A cat sweater with a Chihuahua on the on the chest. Of a it. Chihuahua on the yeah. chest, yeah. wearing like a Sherlock Holmes hat with yeah. a little like monocle. It'd be good. <laughs> like it. But this is another another good point to my to my side of the story. I know you've got some some mundane burglary story. Okay, that you're I know I on. said the last statement was pretty rough, but all right, listen. Let's go back to Brendan Fraser's seminal work, The Mummy. Okay, what is Imhotep most afraid of? Uh, that seek that remake with Tom Cruise. Okay, I that's think. fair. That's yeah. fair. But I was going for cats. <laughs> okay, right. Imhotep is deathly afraid of cats. The cats are our, our, our protector against the supernatural. Always. I would be afraid of cats too. Have you seen what they do to toilet paper rolls? It's horrifying. 
It's horrifying. Yeah, Imhotep couldn't stand a chance. But my theory here is that, that our our home invader brought this cat in with him as a kind of safety net. This was him planning ahead to deal with supernatural. Like a canary in a coal mine, you have a cat in a cashmere sweater for mummies? Is that... I, I mean, I wouldn't go in unprepared. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm already exhausted from this story. Um <laughs> I think we're nearing the end. No one leaves a dressed cat in a crawl space unless they're coming back or they're still here. <laughs> Smith said. Which is, which is a strange, like, he, he still convinced someone's down there and he went down there. That's, that's the most bizarre Is thing. that like a saying that I'm not familiar with? It's, it's like, you know what they say. No one leaves a dressed cat in a crawl space. And that's got to be a Portland thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> is my cat in your crawl space? I just came back around to check. That sounds like the worst pickup line ever at a bar. It's like, I want to put my cat in your crawl space. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to leave my MacBook on top and, of your car. And then the next line is what the girls say after I say that to him. I got out and shut the door. <laughs> uh, Smith, his fiance, and her relatives retreated outside and called 911. That should have been your first step. Uh, Gershon police officers arrived soon after. About 15 minutes later, Smith said they heard what sounded like handcuffs tightening and saw officers leading a man out the front door. The stranger was wearing Smith's fiance's hooded onesie adorned with hearts and snowflakes. Look, uh, again, he did him a favor. He could have chosen any amount of good clothes. He chose obviously the worst one. He needed some clothes after fighting that supernatural, supernatural monster. And he chose the onesie that was most embarrassing for this he man. He chose the Hannah Montana uh, hoodie to uh, wear out of the place. And, and it's also pretty brave of him to fight monsters in that outfit. Maybe it was to scare them. Maybe that's a tactic. <laughs> or, to, or to encourage himself. It's like, you don't mess with that, that guy. That's the crazy guy. Um, they were livid. Uh, our sanctuary was destroyed by someone who had no business being there, and he's wearing my fiance's clothes. There's just no reason for it. I agree. <laughs> what the hell is happening here? The best part of this, though, is that uh, they were gone for three hours. It's a lot to happen in three hours. They had just moved into this house. They were gone for three hours with relatives and friends after they had moved some stuff in, and then they left for three hours, and a dude had set up shop. Like, I've heard these stories before about people that break in and live in the walls of someone's house. Um, you hear them every few years. You hear somebody, you know, that somebody's been living in my walls for six months. And it's like, man, you don't pay attention, do you? I thought it was squirrels. Um, Admittedly, the next paragraph does kind of contradict my end of the story a little bit. Because okay. over the three hours, the home was left unoccupied. Smith said the man broke in through the uh, through the window, uh, made himself coffee, ate a cupcake, drank beer from the fridge, smoked their marijuana, and played video games in their garage. Needles were found in the, on the ground in the garage that police said had methamphetamine inside. No. That, that's, that's, a surprising, that's a surprising turn of events. I like this dude was like, I'm golden. <laughs> like, they definitely went out for brunch because they've got shirts for their chihuahua, so they definitely brunch. <laughs> <laughs> and so I got time to play video games. I loved it also, or Oregon. So they're like, set on the cops. They, he, dude, he smoked all our weed. And they're like, oh, bummer, man. Like, they're not even mad. <laughs> I, I can hook you up with another dealer. It's no yeah, problem. Like, oh, I'll get you in touch with my guy. It's fine. <laughs> man later identified by police as 38-year-old Ryan. Uh, I cut out the last name. <laughs> no, that's just like Cher. Uh, it's just Ryan. 
uh, at some point took yarn that Smith's fiance's aunt bought to make a quilt for the couple into the crawl space with him, tied one end to the bottom of the crawl space entrance and another where he was hiding in an apparent attempt to be alerted to anyone coming into the space. Yeah, uh-huh. That's another supernatural thing right there. He's setting up Goonies traps. This is a, this is like a Theseus and the Minotaur situation. He's going into some unendless un- labyrinth in this crawl space, and he needs to know his way out. He just bumps heads with Coraline as she's going to her. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I don't hate the guy, uh, and I guess if there is anything I hope people take away from this is that you're, if you're looking for help, then seek it because there's nothing else you can do for yourself in that situation. Uh, he said, I've been in his shoes four years ago. I was an addict in Raleigh, North Carolina. Jesus. <laughs> and today I'm clean and a homeowner, but it doesn't happen without seeking help. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that's the light at the end of the tunnel is you two can own a chihuahua with a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan remains held Monday in the Multnomah Co- County Detention Center on accusations of first-degree burglary and first-degree criminal mischief, which is the most cute phrasing for a crime. Yeah, first-degree criminal mischief. <laughs> I kind of want that. <laughs> <laughs> that's like an oh you. Like, criminal mischief sounds like a fun crime. Like, that they're not even mad at you, it's kind of adorable. And granted, there's animal sweaters involved, so mm. I think that counts. Um, the cat initially refused to leave the crawl space, but has since, <laughs> but has since come out. Smith said the feline is staying with him and his fiance as they try to determine if anyone in the area has had their cat stolen. Now, this is the lowest part to me. The, the fact that he would steal the cat from this, from this poor man who broke into their home. Pussy theft is a serious crime, yeah. sir. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it, that, that is straight up a first degree criminal mischief, if you ask me. <laughs> or criminal, criminal meowschief. <laughs> I'm here all week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, this may be, uh, at this point, definitely the most hipster story that we've read here. Um, and hipster mummy cat sweater meth story. There's, there's, there's so many angles to this. It's, it's crunchy. Like, this is... And we haven't even really talked about how this cat is named Spaghetti. Yeah, the cat's name is Spaghetti. Like, that's how, this is so gold, we didn't even touch on that yet. That was in the headline. So, I like, the guy said that the cat's name is Spaghetti, so... That is either a stolen cat where he's like, you look like a spaghetti. I've never met an animal that looked like a spaghetti before. And I'm a pastafarian. <laughs> There's like two people that got that joke. All right, so that's fine. That's fine. See, yeah, I, think- I don't really know how much more we can, we can get from this. There's a hipster monster hunter in, in uh, Oregon State mm-hmm. that has a cat sidekick to help him with mummy attacks. Well, you know, it gets cold easily. I know it sounds hard to believe that this guy might have been a hipster monster hunter, but they never cracked open that MacBook Pro to see all the the websites he looked at, all the the monster hunting websites, all the wikis he had open to understand how to save that day. And so I think the police didn't do enough work clearly. And this this these homeowners made assumptions very quickly about what this man was doing in their home, just because there's some walls holes punched in their walls and some mirrors crashed on the ground and dirty clothes in their laundry and hats in their tub and a cat in their crawl space. They assumed that this guy broke in. <laughs> Come on. With all the holes in the wall, I'm surprised this guy's name is Ryan and not Kyle. That's, that's really the surprise here for me. But also, why they never really mentioned why there were holes punched in the wall. It wasn't like to get to another room, right? It was just, 
I'm mad. Like what? Well, so maybe he thought he lost his knives and he was really upset about it. They, I don't know if we mentioned it, but when they got to their bedroom, where he uh, the, the bedroom door was locked, and it seems like maybe Ryan locked himself in the bedroom, and rather than try to find a way out through the door or a window, he kicked his way through to another room. Nice. So, nice. That's a strong man, and I that's want a also, strong. <laughs> maybe his middle name's Kyle. Maybe. Oh, uh, Ryan Kyle. Ryan Kyle. That's a nice strong Portland name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think that that's all we can squeeze out of this article. I think I, there's just so much already happening in it. But I appreciate my uh, my my surfer investigator to uh, come help me. <laughs> the truth is out there, man. The truth is out there. Thank you. Give it up for Joe. Who uh, check out Attract Mode. Uh, where can we find Attract Mode? It's a Wardcast podcast. Right. So that's another local Richmond podcast, wardgames.com, wardcast.com. They have, they have Wardcast, which is like a strictly video games podcast. Attract Mode is where we watch every video game movie from Super Mario Bros. through the Uva Bowl movies through all the Pokemon movies. It's a, it's a tough time for me, guys. But uh, we talk about every movie and... Um, I'll be doing that for the rest of my life, so uh, check that out. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, give it up for Joe. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Oh, well, that's a good way to start. <laughs> uh, that's just Article 1. This gets weirder. All right. Uh, we have another gentleman who's another podcaster in town that was nice enough to come out and... Uh, and share his uh, his skills as an investigator from an ex-article. Let's give it up for Gabe. I can't help but like say your your last name with like some flair. It feels like it needs flair when you say it, like Santa Maria. It, like it's it's got like balls to it. Hey, I guess you're trying to roll your R's, right? Roll the R's. Uh, you need roll the R's. Uh, Santa Maria. Uh, Is that, no. I don't know. It sounds like a dish now. <laughs> you look like a dish. Ah, oh, at least like a, a snack. snack. Yeah, yeah. Whole meal, <laughs> dessert. Um, I got a fun one for you that gets to talk about sexy. Um, all right, this is a pretty quick one. Like, uh, there's not a whole lot of A to Bs, but it's like uh, it literally just goes from A to B, doesn't it? It's pretty much. Well, we're gonna have to really dig into this to find out exactly what happened here. Um, if you could read the title of this article for me. All right, here we go, people. Monroe cops say Uber driver took unusual work break. We're going to find out exactly what that is. I got to say, I, I can't believe you sent this to me. We're covering one of my favorite, favorite passions. Uber? Masturbating. Oh, masturbation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, too, am a fan. I, uh, I was more active. <laughs> is Uber a passion? I was more active in my teens. Uh, but, you know, as you get older, you find other, you know, hobbies. Um, I mean, still... Amateur level still participate in, but uh, hey, hey, not going for professional level uh, level at this point. But let's do it. This is from uh, June twenty eighth of twenty nineteen, from Monroe, Connecticut. An Uber driver who pulled over for some me time ended up getting into a tussle with officers. Monroe police said, uh, "Yeah, this last name Elliot. Just Elliot. It's just Elliot. Uh, Forty eight. Bernando Andre. <laughs> Bernan- yeah, that one." <laughs> See, I'm getting in trouble with trying to roll R's again. This is terrible. <laughs> That's no R in there, bro. That's <laughs> Buneno. Uh, Andrade. Andrade. I said, an Andrade. I said Andrade. Maybe I just rolled it automatically. Just go yeah. ahead. All right. Wow. Yeah, it's fine. He's 48. He's 48. <laughs> of Ipwich Street, West Haven, was charged with interfering with police and driving under the influence. He was released after posting a $1,000 bond. So We pay $1,000 to 
To get drunk and jerk off. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'll do that for half. <laughs> like, they got monthlies for this. That's that's my, my Wednesday show here is uh, <laughs> it's, it's a little, da- little darker. Uh, <laughs> I should probably inform the bar that that's what I'm going to be doing next Wednesday. Oh, here. shit. <laughs> It's a case of Mondays. <laughs> I heard the bartender, what? No, that's not. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You'll find out. Um, it's only natural, man. <laughs> police said officers were dispatched to Old Tannery Road for a suspicious vehicle, and they found a white BMW sedan parked on the side of the road with its windows fogged up. How much money are these Uber drivers making in Connecticut? <laughs> Who? I mean. Well, yeah, like how, he's by himself and the windows are fogged up. So that sounds hot and heavy to me. And this is June. It's not cold out. <laughs> this isn't. They <laughs> accidentally left those uh, the, the heaters on or something like that. Yeah, you know what gets me off? Sweating. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Best lube. Oh yeah, it's great. Uh, police said that when officers approached the car, they saw uh, Elliot <laughs> reclined and masturbating in the driver's seat. Uh, when an officer knocked on the car window, police said the driver appeared confused and started to pull his pants up. Yeah, I mean, honestly, at that point, if you get caught jerking off in a fogged up car, just go. Just don't even stop. Just cops knocking your window. Just like, you know what? Just make eye contact. Hey, man, he <laughs> just, probably had to turn his car on or something. <laughs> Ignition. Just try to make it as weird as humanly possible, where at one point they're like, you know what? Fuck it. And just leave. Like, I don't, I do not want to deal with this whatsoever. Or so I hear that works. Hey, look, he was doing his thing. I'm like still not mad at him. Literally doing his thing, like with his hand. I might have lived out of that car. Do what? He might have lived out of that car. That might be true. I've met a few Uber drivers that I thought that was the case. Yeah, um, I'm just saying like, you know, you should do that at your home, but maybe he lived there. It's like a 50-50 shot with Uber drivers. Either they're like super rad and they're like, here's a bottled water. Do you need a Kleenex? And you're like, no, I don't. Uh, the, the guy that jerked off in the last Uber I was in probably did, but... And then there's like the really sketchy Uber drivers where it's like, that's not the car that was on the app. And they roll up in like a dirty pickup truck. And you're like, I don't get in the back. No, I don't. You notice when somebody has like kind of a like, like I just got the cut 10 years ago from yeah, my Uber thing. Right. No, it's supposed to be like 10 years or something like that. It's something like that. And yeah, there are those cars where it's like, did you? They like, just made it. <laughs> Or did did you borrow somebody else's license plate to get the app? And then ah. when they roll up in a station wagon that looks like it's from a National Lampoon's movie, I'm pretty sure that's not up to snuff. And but it's a whole bunch of things like uh, there's there's baby products in the bag. There's like a, a, a soda stain that has been there for 10 years. I had a friend that got an Uber ride and the driver's kid was in the back seat. So exactly. I had to ride in an Uber with the driver's kid. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I had, had to pick up my kid from school. And he's like, all right, this isn't weird at all. Uber Just a driver, complete strange me. dude sitting next to your daughter in the back seat. Yeah, this is fine. This is clearly okay. They take the passengers. I had an Uber couple came picking me up one time. Two old people. They're like, we do this together. This is what we do now. Wait, they're at the age do. where it takes two of them to do one person's work. Is that no, 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 no? They literally just like we we need to get out of the house to do literally anything. <laughs> we start an Uber account. They're they're at that point where it's like this is what we do for fun is drive around drunk people. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We talk to them, try to give them guidance. They don't listen. I just like talking stuff. to the youth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So okay, yeah, so they, the they catch him yeah, a car. Yeah. Okay, he's pulling up his pants. What happens? I asked Elliot what he was doing, and he stated, "I work for Uber." <laughs> Okay. Apparently their policies have changed. Um, police said uh, 
Elliot, yeah, I'm just going to say his first name, Elliot uh, responded. <laughs> He's not even doing it. Police said that there was an open case of beer on the passenger side floor of the car. When Elliot was asked to recite the alphabet, police said he started with D and ended with K. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to do some, not the ones you expect. <laughs> He's like, re- oh, fuck it, D. Like, he started before they showed up, and he's like, oh, I was already doing that. Let me start off where I stopped. Again, the remix. The remix, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the uh, dubstep version of Alphabet. I ah, think. yes, yeah. we were waiting for it. Yeah, there we go. That's my one dubstep joke for the evening. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like that, actually. That's weird. Uh, ordered from the car, Elliot... Uh, got out and began reaching into his pants. Oh, here we go. This is my favorite part. Police said, fearing he had a weapon, police uh, police said they struggled with him before bringing him to the ground. Okay. So, again, the They whole... attacked the man, okay? He's from masturbating, Which, I mean, way. I understand them, like, attacking the dude if he, they think he's going for a gun, but the fact that he was tackled and not shot uh, is a surprise. Oh, Connecticut. It's Connecticut. It's, it is Connecticut. Yeah, so, Okay. That's fine. Connecticut State. Connecticut State, yeah. Uh, (laughs) This, oh. Elliot began yelling that the object he was reaching for was a sex toy, (laughs) which he then pulled out of his underwear, police said. Up in the anal calf. I assume it's the anal calf, right? (laughs) It's got to be a flashlight. That's what I'm thinking. Like, it was probably still attached. Oh, what do you think? I think it's something that was in the butt. You you think it was like a, a butt plug? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> i'm just trying to figure out the like the positioning to like because he said reached into his pants so i was thinking this way so like i mean i guess technically who puts be, their gun in there i mean i've seen movies where it's like in the waistband like the, I get, yeah, you know, it's like on the side usually but like we all know a gun has been back there well, okay, a guy that's also getting drunk in his Uber and jerking off, I'm not going to expect no proper gun maintenance as well. <laughs> like, on where to... Like, he wasn't at... He didn't have a gun. He had a butt plug. Well, now they know that. <laughs> it was in his butt. Although, like... <laughs> what if it was both? <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, he had a flashlight or a gun and a butt plug. He had all three. He had the trifecta. <laughs> a flashlight, a butt plug, or a gun and a butt plug. That's called the, there was definitely a butt plug there. That's called the Connecticut speedball. Uh, that's... that's <laughs> you pop in the butt plug, and then uh, that's the noise it makes. I don't know if you knew that. I'm just saying he had it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he had it in the anal, and he had to like went, reach back. Like, One second. I don't think that's a face you make when you're reaching for your gun. That ooh. <laughs> I mean, I don't. This doesn't sound like somebody who's reached for the gun a whole bunch of times. He's probably very surprised he's doing it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, if he were on. reaching for a gun, but he wasn't reaching for a gun. He's probably like, oh, I'm sorry, I have to do this, but I got to pull a thing out of my butt. Also, I'm curious, like, go. which cop was the one that's like, yeah, I guess I'm going first on tackling him, <laughs> like, or if it was like he was going for the gun and they took way too long to tackle him. Because I'm sure it took a minute to pull out the bug plug. So it was like a minute and a half of him struggling before people, they're like, they're like, no, dude, I did the last one. It's your turn. You can just try it. People just know in the article, it doesn't say what the sex toy was, right? It doesn't say. Does no, it? no, it doesn't say anywhere where the sex toy is. So it's all left up to the imagination. I'm going with the butt. You're going with the butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a combo. I think I think it's butt, a combo. Butt plug to get the motor started like a lawnmower. You know, he's a front and back type of man. Okay, let's go on. <laughs> There's not much left. <laughs> Uber did not immediately return emails for comment. <laughs> ah. 
imagine that being an email you get is one of the HR people for Uber who already has some trouble with PR after like the past couple years. And you get an email like one of your drivers was caught uh, like drinking and jerking off with sex toys and got tackled by the cops. And you well, go, it's, the, it's, a, it's a call from the cops, not a customer. What's a call? No, it's calls from the article, the people. The seats, oh, the article, but still not the a... Connecticut Post. And not a writer, though. Was there somebody who was riding with him? No, I don't think there was somebody in the back seat the whole time, just shocked. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a big. I mean, I'm just saying he was on break, and he was jerking off. <laughs> Let the it co- be. The cops show up, and the guy in the back seat just mouths, "Thank you." At the cops as they roll up. We've been here 45 minutes. <laughs> this guy's taking forever to come. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, he's either really good, or he's really bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, imagine Uber like, yeah, do you have any comment on this? No, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I should have. I think it'd be a good, good, good thing to uh, jump on top of. Uh, 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 <laughs> a bottom or bottom. I mean, not, or power bottom for that matter. That's fine. All right. Yeah. I think that's all that we were able to squeeze out of uh, this article here. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah he masturbated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gabe, you're you're on a podcast, right? I'm on the Hustle Season podcast. Absolutely. We come out uh, new episodes every Friday. I do a open mic on Thursdays at City Dogs every Thursday, and I play around town and do fuck shit. And uh, give it up for Mike, everybody. And definitely give it up for Gabe being a, a great guest on my on my uh, masturbatory story on my masturbatory. Podcast, oh, it was fate. So, yeah, <laughs> appreciate you, man. Are you ready for a totally radical night of trivia with Geeks Under the Influence? Then we've got just what the doctor ordered. Join me, The Hobbit, back in 93, the downstairs bar at Switch RVA, Richmond's premier pop-up bar, on Wednesday, August 28th, for our very first Switch RVA 90s trivia. We're going to run through your favorite decade in the same hilarious style that you've come to know and love from Geeks Under the Influence. Our totally tubular trivia starts at 8 and runs until around 10 o'clock p.m. So bring your friends and come join us for the most 90s-tastic trivia in Richmond, Virginia. That's at 13 West Broad Street in the heart of the Arts District. Russian man terrorizes cafe wielding a chainsaw. Oklahoma man pulled over in a stolen truck with a rattlesnake, a large handle of whiskey, and powdered uranium. And Florida man does, well anything that you expect Florida man to do. These are stories we cover on booze clues, a monthly live recorded podcast where we investigate the most spirited headlines from the previous month around the world. Join me in a cavalcade of comedians, performers, podcasters, as we dig into these stories and come up with our own ideas as to what may or may not have happened. Our next show is September 1st in the dark room in Scott's Edition in Richmond, Virginia, second floor of the Hoffheimer Building. That's 2818 West Broad Street on the second floor. Doors are at 7, shows at 8, and it's free. So if you're 21 and up, come on out to the dark room September 1st and check out our live recording of Booze Clues. For previous shows, check out gypodcast.com or search anywhere you get your podcasts for Booze Clues, one of the many shows on the Geeks of the Influence Network. All right, we got one more person here. Last article of the evening to close this bad boy out here. <laughs> the first of his name, uh, father of Jaeger, breaker of drywall. The first Kyle, Mr. Kyle Smash is coming to the stage here. 
You know, Kyle Smash is a regular panelist on the Geeks on the Influence Network shows as well as Smash Talk uh, show on the network as well. Should probably end it off with that one. That was good. I don't know how you get better than that. That was pretty solid. Pagliacci yeah. the Clown here. That's all we got. Uh, well, this is more for your fun because of my own personal issues with this uh, story here. So, Oh, that's right, because it brings you fear. It does bring you fear. fear. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> all right. Waiting for you at your in your closet when you get home. <laughs> If you want to read the article for me real quick. Let me read it. The, 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 the title oh, the here. the title? Yeah. There we go. Uh, passenger dresses a clown causes mass brawl on cruise ship, witnesses say. <laughs> Drunk clown starts a brawl on a cruise ship. Yes, that's what we're... Drunk witnesses say. <laughs> I mean, probably. It's a cruise ship. Oh, yeah. I think that's the rule. You have to be drunk to, to participate. I'd imagine, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a card and everything. All right. Here we go. This is from uh, July 28th. So this is recent. Uh, this is reported by CNN, and this was around Norway um, on the cruise ship, <laughs> somewhere in that general region. A mass brawl broke out on a British cruise ship Friday morning, leaving several people injured and others confined to their cabins for the rest of the journey, according to eyewitnesses who spoke to CNN affiliate ITV News. Uh, yeah, so the ones that were in the cabins were the ones who started the fights. So they kept them in there and fucking time out until they docked. <laughs> It's got to be bad when you're on a cruise ship and you get put on timeout. Like, that's bad. Uh, the P&O cruise ship Britannia uh, was on the final leg of a cruise of Norway's fjords uh, from Southampton. The fjords? The fjords. The fjords. Yes, the fjords. It's the, 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 uh, the, the famous... The Bjorgen fjords? The Bjorgen fjords, ah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Uh, it, in Southeast England, when, they, when the fracas broke out... <laughs> that... That's the difference between a brawl in the States and a brawl near Norway. Is <laughs> a brawl in the States is called a riot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a brawl near Norway is called a fracas. Um, ITV's Good Morning Britain correspondent Richard uh, Gaysford was on board the ship when the fight broke out. In a series of messages on Twitter, he said that heavy amounts of alcohol contributed to violence that started <laughs> on the 16th floor restaurant on Thursday when a passenger appeared dressed as a clown. Uh so the best the best part of this is that it, it was a cruise specifically designed that you were not allowed to dress up. Which and, okay, correct. That is correct. But that means they had to make that rule. So <laughs> that was literally on the website. I, like, I, we will not you, have any clowns. People dress as Power Rangers. Not a fucking thing. You are allowed to dress as a person. You are not allowed to dress as a clown. That's yeah. But what if you identify as a clown? Then you're not allowed to be on this cruise ship. <laughs> That's discrimination. Yeah, fuck a clown. I don't give a shit. It's fucking bullshit. Look, this is a modern age. I'll accept everybody for anything. I don't even give it a damn. Live your truth. Unless you're a fucking clown, set yourself on fire, or I will. He just wants to, <laughs> he just wants to bring you joy, Hobbit, and only you. And if I get to set him on fire, that will bring me joy. <laughs> only if it kills him. <laughs> or viciously, like, permanently injures him. Yeah, that's... I'm sorry. I'm sorry to to suggest that it's only men that dress as clowns. Um, yes, or her. You can be anybody. Or that it yes. can be anybody. Anybody can be a Fucking terrible person. Dog could be a clown. Oh, don't ruin dogs for me, sir. Uh, the passengers' attire apparently upset some of the guests. Yeah, uh, yeah, that would do. Uh, one witness, part of the group of a group involved in the trouble, explained to staff that things kicked off when another passenger appeared dressed as a clown. Uh, this upset one of their party because they specifically booked a cruise with no fancy dress. 
And and in their language, fancy dress specifically means no costumes. Yeah, in the United Kingdom, fancy dress means wearing a fancy costume. dress means no, co- no monkey suits. I would love a British person to get that wrong at an American like get together, like fancy dress encouraged. <laughs> they showed up, show up dressed as Fat Thor. <laughs> like, sup? <laughs> fat Thor, the whole Avengers, the Fat Thor. Yeah, the clowns, the, the, the clowns. You're watching a different movie than me. Um, I think that might be the porn version. Uh, yeah, it led to a violent confrontation. There uh, was blood everywhere. <laughs> was, which there are too many articles relating to clowns where that line is in it. Uh, personally, for my taste, I don't people know. wonder why I have an issue with clowns, and then I read an article about clowns, and the line "there was blood everywhere" is in the article. You know, it's one of those moments where. Every clown shows up at, at people's fucking outside of their house, walking down the street. They catch them. Nobody does anything to them normally. Uh, then you show up on a fucking cruise ship and everybody loses their mind. So what you're saying is it's totally cool to just freak people out by walking down the street dressed as a weird clown, a weird drunk clown. I'm saying it's got to be fair. Fair? Yeah. If you're going to take them, take them all out. What are you, what, what are, you, are you talking about a clown genocide? What is, what is happening here? What is, I thought you'd be excited about that. I'm, no, I'm game. I just want to know the details. Like, is oh, this something the, that I have to check in on Facebook? Or, yeah. Is this it's, something that's start, happening? It's like the Area 51 thing, but is we're going to start a whole... like the pre-show for Area 51? Is that we just murder like, lots of clowns? I feel like they would do the front line. I'm cool with that, too. Let them take the, the, the fodder. Yeah. Yeah, the cannon fire. Yeah. And nothing more terrifying than a legion of clowns running at you. That's... That might be what works. That's how you get into Area 51. That's how you get dead. <laughs> um, see, there's blood everywhere. Uh, passengers use furniture and plates as weapons. <laughs> this fucking battle royale is happening here. Witnesses told me they were so frightened they had to hide as family groups fought. <laughs> Gaysford added. <laughs> so they're like breaking off chair legs and like busting plates to make like shards of like knife shard gl- no, like people are getting and, shivved with plate, uh, plate uh, knives. See, and people tell me that I overreact to clowns. <laughs> no, he obviously, uh, this one passenger obviously overreacted to the fact that you weren't allowed to wear a costume. I even doubt it had to do anything with a clown. One dude is like, fucking clown! And then just breaks off a chair like a truth and chases him around the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I just imagine like a scene from Punisher. <laughs> Minus the bullets, just anything that can be used as a weapon yeah, is being used as a weapon. Uh, police told ITV that three men and three women were assaulted during the fight and that there were a number of injuries, including cuts and bruises. So were th- did it just get willy-nilly where everybody started fighting each other or were there like backup clowns? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was only one clown. They're like clowns that came out of the woodwork, like those scenes in like Indiana Jones and other movies where that one like tube that comes up on the top deck of a ship that I don't know what it does, but it's just like this open air tomb that people sneak into a boat. And you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm trying to follow. It you, looks right? like a tuba, but it's just like on the top of a boat. I didn't tell you. I did a little more research into the actual clown and apparently they found a kill list on him. Probably. Yeah. And he knew who GUI was. And oh, okay. All right. the kill yeah, list. yeah, yeah. He's still alive. The clown's doing the I'm Steve just B- telling you know he's still alive. The clown's doing the uh, Steve Buscemi thing from Billy Madison and just like putting lipstick on and like crossing people off of his checklist. Yeah. And Hobbit was uh, circled. Yeah. yeah. I totally believe you too. That's weird. Um, also, uh, though, 
again, for like the past like close to five years, I've been animated talking about how much I hate fucking clowns. So maybe. No, no, he's <laughs> maybe. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. That's what it said in the news. All right. So if, if next week I fi- uh, get found uh, dead, it's clearly a clown that did it. I that would, is not where we cheer, sir. <laughs> I, I would say if anybody, anybody listening that can send him anything on social media, just just load him up with clown shit, especially with it coming out. With it chapter two, just lo- uh, seriously send it all to Hobbit. So I will mention we have a uh, new podcast coming on the network called From the Mouths of Madness, and uh, one of the early episodes is going to be the new It movie. And guess who they have as a guest? Yeah! Yes. Yeah, I'm super stoked. Um, I almost pissed myself on the first one. Yes. Almost. This is going to break my like 38-year-long streak of not shitting myself in a movie theater. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> While ugly crying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, those believed to have been involved in the fight were confined to their cabin for the last day of the cruise, ITV reported. As you would. Uh, Hampshire police told CNN on Sunday that a man and a woman arrested on suspicion of assault in connection to the brawl have not been charged and were released from custody, but remain under investigation. Um, <laughs> what are you going to investigate? Like, see if there's white face paint on their knuckles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got the fucking nose in his pocket. I didn't get a chance to burn the evidence. Do you think a clown makes a honky noise when you punch him in the face? <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I would wonder if the same noise is made when you kick him in the nuts. Probably. Uh, just imagine a clown fucking. <laughs> That's the noise that his crotch makes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, oh, not no. Like a bed okay. squeaking. I'm cutting that out in post. Um, <laughs> that was weirdly aggressive. I didn't mean it to sound that aggressive, guys. I'm sorry. You looked at me so passionately. I did. Too. I made eye contact when I did that too. Yeah, that was a little. Scary. Oh, I'm sorry. A little scary. <laughs> That's what he calls his. Never mind. No, the 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 go, going up noise is when, okay, no. You know what? Let's not. No, we're not. We're not going there. Um, we're getting into P- Pinocchio territory there. Yeah, I, I need every to, time he tells a lie, that's what happens. I need to be able to sleep tonight, so we're not we're not doing that. Are you just <laughs> in a statement? Uh, a P and O Cruises spokesman told oh. CNN on Sunday, following an incident on board Britannia on Thursday evening, we can confirm that all guests disembarked yesterday, and the matter is now in the hands of the local police. Uh, he added that the cruise line does not tolerate disruptive behavior. I really wish they ended with just clowns. <laughs> like this cruise line. I, I wonder if he had like a party with him and he was there to get a table and shit broke down and they went, nah, fuck this. They went I back like, to the room. This cruise line clearly stipulated no, no costumes on this cruise. So this dude is like, fuck you. I'm bringing my clown costume. Well, I guarantee you he was probably American. Because he didn't understand that fancy dress did not mean a costume. <laughs> no, said, don't walk it in a tux. Maybe it was a clown in a tux. Maybe it was a clown in fancy dress. So it was like covering both bases. <laughs> he was pissing everybody yeah. off. He was like, yeah, just definitely going to piss off both people. Yeah, but I, Google the kill list. Oh, yeah. No, totally. You should. Yeah. Hobbit's on there. I sent him your real name through the uh, media website. Yeah, I'm proud of you. No, that's because I love you. Yeah, clearly. 
Uh, there, for those that are unfamiliar, there is a long-running thing that I actually do have a weird thing with clowns. I, I hate them. Uh, they, they freak me out. And they slightly turn them on. Makes them very angry. <laughs> that's, that's not true. Uh, that's not... If you no, have any clown porn, send it to him. <laughs> He'll never let me do this again. <laughs> See, <laughs> people tell me I need to open up more, and when I do... Um, <laughs> You get a clown penis. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so I often get like clown stuff sent to me because my friends are, you know, caring. And uh, <laughs> there was also this service in the UK for the longest time. I remember a couple years ago, that was a thing in the UK where people were dressing up as clowns and just standing like in a field. <laughs> that was a thing here. No, here too. But then also there was a service that was supplied in the UK of a dude that would dress up as a clown and stalk your friend for money. Oh my God, just, that's fucking genius. Yeah, he would, and no, I, trust me, I got the article sent to me like all the time. <laughs> like when your birthday's coming up, here's an article. Like I will murder you. Like that, that overhead too, is cheap. We could start that in Richmond real quick. A lot of gasoline. Uh, <laughs> We'd have 30 customers and they're all sending it to your fucking yeah, house. Right? Just like, what do you call a gaggle of clowns? <laughs> A murder. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I got nothing on that one. No, a, a car of clowns, I think. A car of clowns? A, a car of clowns, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's been sent to me for the longest time of my friends threatening to send a clown to stalk me. So um, articles like this don't def- necessarily make me feel better about things. Well, as soon as you, once you put this episode out, it's definitely not going to fucking know, help d- you. Spirit Halloween's the, already open. From the crowd, does anybody know somebody that has done actual clowning? Not like dressed up as a clown, but actual clowning that wasn't a weird or upsetting person? Exactly. Exactly. Silence. <laughs> Everyone I've met that's done some level of clowning, which is a weird statement to make, by the way, like that I've met more than one or any. <laughs> I've done some clowning in my time. Yeah. That's from being around entertainers that and stand-up you, comedians. Do you hate clowns out of fear? Or were you trying to be one and you got One tried to kill me the at the circus when I was a kid. One tried to kill you? Yeah. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show. I'm, I'll make a, a, a short. Oh, we're going to have a Dr. Phil moment. All right, let's do this. I was at the circus with my family and I was one of the kids picked out of the crowd uh, to ride under the arm of the clown on his unicycle, me and this little girl. So we get up on the little platform, and he like tucks me under his arm, tucks the little girl under his arm, and then off we go. And I'm I'm stoked because I've always been a, a just a ham wanting attention. So there's this entire crowd of people cheering as this clown is like rolling around on his unicycle, two little kids. Um, and I was not exactly the skinniest kid when I was younger, and he didn't get the right balance, so he started doing one of these like pushing me up, trying to get a better center of gravity on me. Um, but he wasn't doing a very good job, and he started, like, rocking back and forth a little bit on the unicycle. So I thought the clown was, like, threatening to drop me. And it was, like, three and a half, half feet off the ground, but it looked more like 50 because I was a, ki- a child. I was right. a small Everything's child. Everything's bigger. Well, not terribly the, small even child. Even the clown. Yeah. And so I thought the clown was like, I'm going to drop you. <laughs> Fuck you, kid. And, uh, and so I started kicking my legs and screaming because the clown was trying to kill me with an audience. And... Uh, <laughs> And so I start screaming, and then the clown starts just full on doing big swerves on the unicycle because he's having trouble keeping balance. So we almost wreck on a unicycle. And we get back to the platform, and like he, he like stops and lets us down, and I run screaming to my mom, who's in the crowd, to uproarious laughter from the crowd as I'm running back to my mom. As I like, <laughs> like hug her, sobbing as the clown tried to kill me, the crowd is like losing their shit. And ever, ever since then, I have not trusted clowns. 
Clown causes distress in fat kid. Yeah. <laughs> That's the next article we're going to read. I'm gonna, I get it, article? kid. I get it, kid. Just watch it one. Yeah, right. All right. Uh, we're going to get the uh, co-investigators to come up on stage real quick for me to try to find a way to combine all these stories together. We do this at the end of Booze Clues where I try to find the conspiracy theory that uh, give it up. Give it up for the for the remaining people still here. You help me hold the mic. You're just you're here for moral support. Oh, thanks. Or if you want to jump in, I just sent you a message. Oh, you just sent me a message on Facebook. Is, that is genius. Seriously, send it out to all your peoples, and then you send it out to all your peoples, and before you know it, this fucker can't get through his mail. <laughs> uh. Speaking of mail, before we finish off with this last one here, if you have any articles that you find over the next month or at any point, send it to geeksundertheinfluence at gmail.com. That's our network, and. Uh, and just put in the subject line, uh, booze news for booze clues. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, you know, let me know. We'd love to get articles from other people that have found stuff that want, want us to cover on this show. It makes my job easier, too. So, um, And there's, trust me, it is not hard to find these articles. Every day there's an article like this. It's amazing. Yeah, they're not all in Florida. Not all in. No, actually, this it's is the first time issue. we've not had a Florida man story on an episode. Yeah. Yeah. First time ever. So let's cheers for... The Connecticut man. I don't know. <laughs> Norway clown. Let's give it up for Norway clown. Yeah. All right. So at the end of the night, I like to conspiracy theory how these work together. Um, so what I'm thinking is that there was a bad batch of, uh, of meth that was going around that caused the guy to go into his crawl space. And that bad batch, part of the reason was they decided to use uranium as one of the main components of the methamphetamines. And uh, he also gave it to his cat, which caused shakes, which was why he stole the sweater. Um, so Oregon man, um, yeah, got his, his stuff from Oklahoma man uh, or, or the Russian woman that stole Oklahoma man, a man in the pickup truck. Um, she, she was actually on the getaway because they picked up Oregon man, found out who his dealer was, which was Russian woman. She was on the lam trying to get to Mexico uh, when she stole a truck and picked up. Uh, the Oklahoma man to drive after a shootout. So there we go. There's two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got, I'm creepy I got Yeah, right. Uh, the reason that she ended up like stopping oh, on her way to, uh, to Oklahoma, she tried to get a ride in an Uber, uh, but she was a sultry, sexy, like atomic blonde type Russian lady. And the dude just couldn't, couldn't uh, help himself but to pull out his, his uh, twigs and berries as they say in Connecticut. They probably do say that in Connecticut. Twigs, yes. <laughs> there was uranium in the car, so... <laughs> uh, so that was on her drive. This is terrible. Um, this is Franks and Beans. You're doing great, man. Yeah. You're doing awesome. So the um, after the man wasn't officially charged with most of the stuff in Oklahoma, he decided that he needed to get his life together, and he followed his lifelong dream of uh, going to clown college. Uh, to which later, in celebration, he went out with his friends, um, one of which was relatively well off after he sold the rest of the uranium uh, to other meth dealers around the country um, and took him on a cruise, uh, to which he celebrated by drunkenly putting on his costume that he was proud of at that point. He had turned his life around. See, I think, I would, I think one of his friends actually dropped the meth in his drink, and he thought it was a great idea to dress like a clown. <laughs> meth clown? Meth clown. You know what's scarier than just a drunk clown on a cruise ship? A drunk and also on meth clown on a cruise ship. That is terrifying. <laughs> Bath salts clown. That's how you... <laughs> Do you want a Tarantino movie? They That's have... how you get a Tarantino movie. <laughs> and they have your address. <laughs> oh, God. 
All right, so I, I barely got these four articles to connect together. So, yay. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that is the show this evening. Thank you guys so much for coming out and checking out another Booze Clues. Yeah. Uh, we've been doing this every uh, first Sunday of the month, so we're hoping to continue doing that. We And we are only able to do that because you guys show up. Uh, you buy drinks, you hang out, you enjoy the show, you tell your friends, you bring more friends. So please keep doing that. Subscribe to Booze Clues or any of the shows on the Geeks on the Influence Network. We have eight shows and two more shows dropping in the next month or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have events all over town, not just uh, live podcasts, but trivia, other other cool stuff that we got um, that yeah. we'll be announcing very soon as well. So uh, subscribe to all the podcasts, rate and review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your shows. Uh, check out Attract Mode and Hustle Season. Check out Moo here next Sunday for some uh, some open mic stand-up. Check out Smash Talk on the network. You can find Booze Clues, Geeks on the Influence, Smash Talk, and all our other shows at GUIPodcast.com. Uh, and as always, as we say our Booze Clues, case closed. Yeah, yeah buddy. GUIPodcast.com <laughs>